so yeah, man, Kanye. I, I almost feel bad about talking about Kanye because that's all he wants is just for everyone to pay attention to. He's like, this is why he loves Trump so much is because they're both freaking horrible narcissists with an insatiable desire for attention, whether it's positive or negative. <laughs> right. But we can talk about the track itself uh, in in some isolation. Yeah. Right? I mean, people are saying like, this is like a troll track that is not like an actual track that's like going to be on the album. But I, that doesn't seem like his style. It could it could be. I mean, he's done it before. He's he's done he's done crazy stuff like that before. Um, and his other track that he dropped today, which is like him and uh, some other dude like arguing about Trump or whatever over like a terrible beat. I was like, <laughs> I, is this what this album is like? I just if the whole album is like scoopity poops, I'm like I'm so down for that. <laughs> like. That sounds amazing because literally that song brought more joy into my life than probably like any other music for from the last like year just you because it was so freaking hilarious. You said your kids were getting down to it too, right? Oh, they've listened to it like 20 times. They they <laughs> think it's the funniest song in the world. Right. Stephanie hates it. <laughs> I played it for her and she was like, this is not real. Yeah, I, I can hear this. her hollering in the background. That's great. <laughs> but oh my god, it's like, I, I at first I was like he's tro- he's trolling, but then I was like he's a genius. I can't stop. I can't stop thinking about it. Well, and and I'll say again, the sample is hot fire. I mean, what whatever audio he found to that sample is yeah. just great. Right. Well, and I think in in. It's almost like, I almost don't know if I should give Kanye credit for this because it almost doesn't seem like it is intentional. But if Kanye's new stick is, his new shtick is <laughs> like, I love Trump and I make like terrible music that's like a parody of what old like Trump fans like think that my zoppity bop raps are supposed to be like right let's do this i'm gonna sell like 12 million records or whatever <laughs> i mean it it would totally work uh fucking ben shapiro was like on twitter said i take it all back all rap is good now yeah <laughs> but yeah i mean it, it's all it's the it's like an old like swing sound that he uses for the sample and i was like okay like all right i could i could see this um, and then it's zoopity, scoopity poops. Oh, <laughs> God. Just the, I just, I hope there's video of him laying this track down because it's going to be the greatest video of all time. Could you imagine being in the studio with him while he, he's like, I got to drop this verse. <laughs> and you're like, what are you doing? We dropped the actual verse and he's like, I did. And <laughs> that was it. He's like, is that like a placeholder? Is that how you like just pace out the like syncopation of what the actual words are going to be? Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I just watched that uh, that office episode where Andy, Ed Helms' character, they're, they're doing a jam session down in the warehouse and he has his scat written out on a piece of paper. <laughs> I almost wonder like, you know, when when they're doing the scat, I mean... Do you think it's different every time or after a while they're like, this is just what I like to do. And it's just, you know, yeah, I just redo that just because it's no, easier. I, I think it's a 
it's like a toolbox that you go into, right? Yeah. I mean, when you you have to remember the different consonant sounds. I mean, like J gets left out, or F, or you know, yeah. and it, there there are certain little like skittly bop, scootly do. Um, you know, those those are just two variations on the scat thing. Yeah, poop. Um, just start saying yeah, poop, poop. You know, that's how you do it. That's why it's yeah. called scat. I would. I would. <laughs> You are once again being subjected to the Liquid Flannel Podcast from Arlington, Texas. I'm Matthew Hodges, and as always, from Omaha, my very good friend, Brendan Williams. Brendan, a good shoop to the poop to you, sir. Oh, thank you, sir. I'm here to bring you my subjective opinions. That's why you said that, right? That's what you meant? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what if we were just like, nope, our podcast is totally objective now. <laughs> We're just gonna state facts. It was sixty-one I, I degrees today. Yeah. Um, light breeze from the southwest. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Later on, Brendan is going to give you a review of the latest video game. It came out, and you can play as a character. And yeah. there are certain things on the menu that you can select. Yeah, that's got a menu. Uh, different buttons have different functions. Um, there is graphics. This sounds pretty extreme. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to get too much into detail. I don't want to <laughs> cloud cloud this objectivity with my opinions or anything. So, well, we're so we're recording on a Saturday night, and uh, this is this is sort of a a vanilla episode. It's just me and Brennan hanging out. Yeah, oh, vanilla you... in the sense that we're both really white too. <laughs> did you go see? Speaking of really white. Did you end up going to see Tommy Lazani or whatever? No, I, I didn't. I did not go and see uh, Tommy Laren. What? Um, uh, you missed out on the intellectual rigor or whatever that they were bringing. What was she? Where was she even speaking at? Like a campus? Uh, no, she was at some convention center down in Dallas. Man. And, and honestly, the funny thing to me was getting a ticket at all. I didn't think that I was actually going to go. If I had had a friend who could ironically go mm. to Tanya Lasagna with me, I probably would have done it. Oh, yeah. But I, was, I wasn't going to drive down to Dallas and hang out with a bunch of MAGA chuds by myself. I mean, I'm, I'm very curious, though, like, what she does. Like, what is, like, what does she just get up there and riff? Does she have, like, a prepared speech? Like, I, I don't understand is I mean, she doing I'm, Q&A like what I'm sure it's I'm sure it's the same shit that she does all the time she had some topics she wanted to talk on I'm sure she had some prepared remarks and it was all just conservative like new conservative sloganeering right um, yeah I don't I don't need to sit in an audience and watch that surrounded by you know just like soggy people in right red hats uh though we did we did come up with some really good pickup lines for if i ran into her after the show um would we have uh oh like is that a gun in your pants or are you just happy to see me or whatever like <laughs> right <laughs> uh one, one i thought about when i was at work the other day was the only wall i'm interested in is your back wall 
the uh oh yeah i had some good ones but i can't i can't remember them but yeah it's, uh let's let's make sure your face isn't the or what was it uh, God. uh let's make it so your face isn't the only red state involved here right i wonder like if do you think like when she goes to town like what does she do besides come do the talk do you think she like hits the town or I, I kind of imagined it would have to be like when uh, Richard Spencer tried to like go into a Manhattan bar and everyone was like, "Hey, it's a Nazi!" <laughs> right? Yeah, Get the, the hell DSA, out of here. the DSA just heckled him out of the bar. Yeah, oh, that's great. So, yeah, like, no, I I doubt it. I mean, she's probably look and and to, to say nothing bad about ordering room service shrimp cocktail because I think that's one of the most just fancy, bougie, most delectable things in the world, but. I think that's probably what she does when she's on these things is she goes back to get room service and just hangs out until she flies out at 530 in the morning to go and do the next one. It just seems like such a depressing existence to like go up in there and be just be like give your stump speech of like, I love I love guns and Trump. Uh, Thanks. Thanks for the money. Yeah, right. Well, bye. And they they sent me a text. Um, I can pull it up on my phone, I guess. But. They sent me a text before the thing that was like, we're finally revealing our mystery guest. And it was just some like self-help kind of like pro Wall Wall Street kind of speaker dude. (laughs) Was it that like Jacob Wall guy who's always on the Trump (laughs) tweets or whatever? Invest in his hedge fund that he's uh, illegally running because he... uh... He got like banned from being on actual Wall Street for his like, uh, sh- shady scams. Jacob Wall is one of the best people oh, on God. the internet right now. His uh his tweet about like what so Trump tweeted uh like hey the U.S. wants to host the World Cup and if any of you other countries like think about trying to host instead of the U.S. like just forget about us ever not going to war with you again or whatever. Right. Um. And people were like, wow, that is uh, literally the one of the most insane things you've ever tweeted. Like, <laughs> he's like, I heard FIFA was the most corrupt. Like, hold my beer. Uh, <laughs> but then Jacob Wall was like, yeah, I can't wait for the U.S. to dominate the World Cup in Russia. And it's like, <laughs> maybe you should have just like... Uh, just like a little bit knew what you were talking about. Or Seriously, just like just Googled a- the World Cup. It, it could have taken 15 seconds to find out that <laughs> the U.S did not qualify for the next World Cup and will not be participating in the right. Russia World Cup. Oh, man, it's going to be so hilarious, though, when Trump goes there anyway, uh, just so that he can have an excuse to, like, go to Russia. And oh, he's man. just, like, cheering for, like, Iceland or something. I don't know. Like, what's the whitest right. country he can try and find and be a Well, he <laughs> a really likes for. Norway, doesn't he? That was, that was the one that he was like, why aren't we getting people from Norway? Yeah. Oh, God. I love – and he – Australia's there. Like, he was a big fan of the Australian, like, universal health care. You know, he's got a lot of opinions about other countries and how much better and also worse at the same time they are. It's kind oh, of confusing. Man. I just remembered that weird fight that he got in with the uh, the Australian Prime Minister. It was like when he first took office and he was making all of his calls of state. And they released the audio and he was just super rude to the guy. Because he was like, Mr. President, I have some concerns about it. It's like, okay, we're, we're ending this call right now. Yeah, he was like mad because there was some like pre-existing agreement where the U.S. would like take – 
some like asylum seekers or something yeah, that like was that. Right. Yeah. Um, and because... it's a vanishingly small number of of asylum seekers. Yeah, it's it was like, like a thousand hundreds, people or something. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, yeah, like maybe a thousand out of. 300,000 right. or something like that. And they were like, yeah, these people, like, we have, like, a a, a problem where it's kind of like the Cuba thing where people would, like, sail over or something like that and then be, like, try to claim asylum there. And they're like, we don't want to encourage this because people will, like, die trying to do it. But we also can't, like, send these people back. But we don't want to say, like, right. you can stay here. So we just ag- had an agreement where they're like, hey, maybe you can go to America. Like, they love taking refugees. Uh, and Trump was like, this is the worst deal in the history of deals. And he's like, <laughs> well, I'm sorry you feel that way. But I mean, hey, a deal is a deal, right? And he's like, I, I'm never talking to Australia again. Goodbye. Yep. Yep. Click. <laughs> so when he gets to the deal with North Korea, though, it's going to he's going to do a he had a more practice now. He's been practicing for a couple weeks. He's been watching old reruns of The Apprentice. He's ready to deal. <laughs> now, what's your what's your take then on the. North Korea thing, because it's true that it seems like tensions have de-escalated between the Republic of Korea and the DPRK, but is that Trump's doing past the extent of he was so threatening to the existence of the entire peninsula as a place that you could inhabit as a human being? (laughs) I mean, it would be, it would almost be a good strategy if it was even remotely intentional. Right. Where... Yeah, no, it's not a strategy. <laughs> it was just bluster. Like, how much credit can you give the guy when he doesn't fucking know the history? He doesn't care about any of the, like, floating power right. balance, you know? It's, well, it's and he's learning thing. about it from, like, having dinner and playing golf with the president of China, who tells him things like, Korea's actually just part of China. Um, right. <laughs> like, really? Um, and he's like, wow, I didn't know that. That's very, that's fascinating. Um, so you can fix this for me. Thanks. Okay. Bye. Um, and that's almost what he's doing because he's just saying like, I don't want to, I don't want to deal with this. So like, why don't you guys figure it out? And in some ways that maybe did help. Um, because they were able to just say like, okay, well now that the U S you know, isn't a concern anymore, they'll just do whatever we tell them. We can deal without having to deal with, you know, the U.S.'s part of it, which it's still unclear. North Korea wants the U.S. totally gone, and the U.S. has, like, a huge military presence in South Korea, which is of strategic importance because it's so close to China, who is literally, like, the only possible military rival to the U.S. on the planet. Yeah. So he might just give that up uh, just because he thinks it'll be a win for him, which is – crazy but also like maybe is actually good i don't know yeah i mean it's it's 100 on brand for him and frankly it's probably not the worst thing to encourage a stand down of hostilities between the the two koreas or to create an opportunity for american imperialism to kind of withdraw a little <laughs> right. bit but you know and and that's where i'm wondering where the uh the military and intelligence apparatuses are on this thing that's going on. Like, Oh fuck. Like the president, the president may have solved this problem that was actually really useful to us. Yeah, no. And it it is strange because I think the other big factor that is kind of being unreported is that 
part of the reason why North Korea may be so willing to talk is that they blew up their own like nuclear testing like facility where they would like test things in their underground facility. Right. And they blew it the hell up and it's collapsed. And so they're like, maybe they don't even, ha-. they're like, yeah, we'll get rid of our nuclear program because it exploded and it's gone already. <laughs> um, so that's a big factor too, which is like, is Trump even aware of that? It's, it's not clear. Uh, it's no, it's, it's not clear. I mean, I think at this point we can make, a, an educated guess that any of the stuff that's happening outside of literally what he can see, because he has no right. object permanence. I mean, even that, I think they might have mentioned it on Fox and Friends once or something. <laughs> yeah, maybe. It was kind of a big deal when it happened. <laughs> well, maybe we can take a break. We should come back and talk about that bizarro Fox and Friends call oh, that he made. God, that was, that was amazing. <laughs> we'll come back. Yeah, so in the break, we were looking it up, and yeah, North Korea has, what did you say, 25 million people living in it? When you live in a city like Omaha, that seems like a high number, but like how many people live in like the Dallas area? It's probably a lot. Yeah, I think we're at about, uh, the DFW Metroplex is something like, eh, maybe like 10 million people, I don't remember exactly. I think Omaha is like 300,000. <laughs> yeah, well, the Omaha Metro itself is something like that but then the the greater metro areas it's it's much bigger than that i mean you could probably even include lincoln really too i mean those are almost pretty much those will be a continuous metropolitan area yeah at some point like it's already kind of happening so i'm disappointed in you for doubting the virtues of juche ideology when I was picturing North Korea, I was picturing, like, three starving dudes in a prison labor camp. <laughs> you, were, you were picturing MASH episodes. <laughs> right, and I, I wasn't picturing stadiums full of hundreds of thousands of people, like, all doing card flipping in unison in order to, <laughs> right, like, make yeah. pixel screen effect or whatever, because they're really good at that. Even just one giant cheering section of gorgeous korean gals doing olympic cheerleading that was pretty impressive they i thought were, it was great do you think they rehearse like or do they just is that just so common that they just all know what to do and they don't <laughs> have to like meet every week and be like all right cheer squad like let's go over the dance moves yeah right it's like uh you know how walmart makes people do a loyalty pledge and like a little dance every morning <laughs> oh yeah do they still do that when they nah. do their like walmart huddles god what was the song or a chant there was or a something? walmart song i think they had to do the pledge of allegiance oh my god man if they were smart they would just fully militarize like walmart employee ownership (laughs) well and just be like everyone's in here at 5 a.m like doing drills or whatever (laughs) let's get some precision i think think we're getting to the point where walmart employees are going to start to self-militarize and i'm 100 behind them <laughs> right. What now that they want to arm the teachers? Once they they'll be like, well, how about we arm all Walmart right, employees? Yeah. Then people maybe people will be like, wait a minute. Yeah. What was the thing? It was a uh, oh no, it was the uh, Waffle House. The Waffle House shooting in Tennessee. Somebody on Twitter was like, yeah, I guess the solutions to this are we need to have a bucket of rocks sitting in every Waffle House, and every <laughs> Waffle House employee needs to have a gun. It's like. It reveals just how stupid 
that whole right. line of argument is. A Waffle House is literally like full of like metal uh, utensils. Plates. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, come on. You no, I want to see. Brox, a, I want to see a John Wick or like a Kingsman scene set in a right. Waffle House. Because those places are Ooh, dangerous. Yeah. They're usually really small too. Although I guess they have like big ones yeah. in the south. They don't. They don't have any here. You have Waffle House. Oh yeah, in, I can walk to one from here. And sometimes I oh, do. Oh man, I'm je- I'm jealous because I think the closest one to us is in like Kansas City, and it's not even that good. No, I've got one just down the road, and sometimes I do just walk over to Waffle House and have breakfast at like two o'clock in the morning. It's great. Twenty four hours. Yeah. No, one of my favorite things about Waffle House is that FEMA uses. What do they, they call it like the Waffle House metric or something. Um, oh, yeah. To judge the severity of a natural disaster where they watch the Waffle Houses because Waffle Houses will stay open until they cannot stay open, which means literally there's water gushing in through their doors or the electricity is out. And other than right. that, Waffle Houses are open. So. Well, and it's funny too because there's like three different levels where it's like Waffle House is closed, Waffle House is open, but there's also like a yellow level where <laughs> okay. it's like Waffle House is open but with like limited oh, menu yeah, okay. or whatever. Sure. Hey guys, like we only have coffee and pancakes right. or whatever. Like we don't have any eggs and sausage yeah, today because the shipment we, didn't We come. can't get any deliveries right now. Yeah. No, I think it's amazing. No, I, I love a Waffle House. It's not good food, but it's good food, you know? <laughs> but yeah, I guess Trump hasn't even responded or tweeted about the, like, Waffle House shooting because that black guy without a gun stopped it. There was that other shooting that there was- There was one up in Toronto, maybe? Somewhere in Canada. A guy drove a drove a truck into a bunch of people. Yeah, But right. also, Ugh. you know, this wasn't domestic Muslim terrorism. This was just- some guys who can't get laid and have decided to take that out on society. Oh yeah. It's a fun, it's a fun time for some reason. Trump is uh, staying, staying quiet quiet. on when, when it's that where it's like, I I swear I've heard him talk about like van attack terrorism (laughs) in some context before. So it's normally not his policy to stay quiet, but I guess he's got a lot of other stuff going on, you know? (laughs) That's why he had to cut his Fox News interview short because he was so he was so busy. Yeah, yeah, had to cut his Fox News interview short as opposed to the Fox and Friends host just sitting there panicked going, "Oh my god. We have got to get grandpa off the phone." It was one of the most stunning things cuz I heard about it and people were like, "Wow, this interview was crazy." And I was like, "Yeah, it's Trump." Yeah, like, yeah all hello. of his interviews are crazy. What 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 else he got for me? It was so crazy. That the Fox News morning hosts were like, this is crazy as hell and we need to <laughs> we stop need, we it. We need to cut him off. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, let's, uh, we'll, oh. we'll play a little clip here just to give people a taste. <laughs> the loss of the Electoral College that they should never lose because the Electoral College is set up. I would rather have the popular vote because it's, to me, it's much easier. It's a, to yeah, it's a totally different set of goals yeah, as opposed you know, to Electoral but, College. But we have an Electoral College. Right. I, I got 306 and she got, what, 223. So right. remember, there was no way to break 270. I heard right. that on 
CBS and NBC and ABC, they're all fake news. So I heard that for so long in right. CNN. But our Justice Department, which I try and stay away from, but at some point I won't. Our okay. Justice Department should be looking at that kind of stuff, not the nonsense of collusion right. with Russia. There is no collusion with me right. and Russia, and everyone knows it. Everyone, we, we talk to you all day, but it looks like you You're have good. a million things to do. Uh, but I hope you could join us again. Mr. Thank President. You so much for being with us. Good luck. I like to just envision like the horror movie music just like rising <laughs> over that as they 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 come to the realization and they're like, "Oh my god, we're locked in here with him. He's we're tra- we're trapped." <laughs> the the Rorschach thing that yeah. I'm not locked in here with you. You're locked in here with me. He did dude, he he did it. The Republicans have Rorschacked America and we're all <laughs> locked in here with Trump and Oh, he's uncontrollable, I think, man. I think that might be the title of this episode, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when Trump got elected, I thought this would happen, right? Like, Trump's crazy. He gets boxed in. He says a lot of crazy it's stuff. It's going to be constant he, showboating and... But I figured at some point, the stuff would get so crazy that even Republicans would be like, okay, like, he's hurting us now. It's time to... Just cut and run here and be like, thanks for the tax cuts, but we're not going to let you drag the entire Republican Party down with you. But it seems like that's the plan. No, they they seem to be totally okay with it. Really, the only things that they've objected to are the tariff plan with China. And I've got to imagine there are some of them who are going, maybe you shouldn't be best friends with Kanye West. Right. (laughs) Maybe that's what draws the line. Oh, they're like, now the president has clearly gone too far. The scoopity poop song is trash. What is he thinking? I think you said on on Slack that, you know, we're going to trick a bunch of MAGA hat wearers into wearing uh, red hats that just say scoop poop. <laughs> what if he inspires like a litter pickup campaign, though? <laughs> it could... It could have some ancillary benefits. <laughs> if Trump fans, like, instead of getting together to go see Tommy Lahren, if they just, like, all did adopt a highway, right. like, I wouldn't be against it, you know? No, sure. That's, that's, that's great. That's, that's actual civic engagement. See, I, I thought you were going to say that maybe it was going to inspire a bunch of scat fetish among <laughs> conservatives. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, I mean, they're one P tape away from <laughs> almost getting there. So no, no, we'll, okay, we'll so see. Uh, yeah, let's let's talk about that just briefly. Because can you imagine your average MAGA hat actually turning on Trump if it turned out that the P tape is real? Oh, P tape is real. That's a good one. Um, <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> I could definitely see them. No, I love p- piss play. Yeah. It's uh, we. I've always loved it. Like it's the American way. Water sports are fine. I've I've always been in favor of yeah. conservatism. Has always been in favor of sex work and <laughs> piss play. Right. Yeah. You know who hates it though? Muslims. <laughs> See, Fuck. they're the real. Dude, that's exactly what would happen. Oh my god. Oh yeah. I mean, it's clear at this point. Having all of the like hooker payoffs, Playboy playmate payoffs, or whatever, and right. now. Stormy Daniels' lawyer is heavily insinuating that the $1.6 million Playmate abortion payoff, which this RNC guy took the fall for, maybe he was just a fall guy. Yeah. And it's actually Trump who's paying off that Playmate for abortion. 
that nobody cares about that, like on the evangelical religious side. So the P tape, like no, nobody cares. I don't know what that's going to change. Although it is like another just clear example of Trump blatantly lying and saying like, of course, there's no P tape. Like if it comes out, they're going to be like, well, yeah, clearly that was a lie. (laughs) The thing about the playmate abortion is that everybody knows that it's Jared Kushner. So everyone's okay with it. He seems to be walking around just fine. Hmm. The Kush, man, he's really uh, fallen out of the headlines with all these other scandals. Well, yeah, they've got to they've got to hide him because he is the love child. Has anybody even asked? Is Kush still work there because he lost his security clearance? <laughs> right. Yeah. I haven't heard a lot about him recently. Although I think he did just go on like a trip and meet with the president of some country, even though he didn't even have a security clearance, which is. Pretty ridiculous. Well, I mean, you can go and meet the president of any country without a security clearance. I guess. You know? You're just not going to get anything yeah. done. He was just like trying to get loans for his failed real estate business or whatever anyway. Right, so yeah. What is it? It's like 666 14th Avenue or 666 something? 666 Park Avenue, baby. Park, is it on Park? I know it's 666 one way or the other. Oh my God. Can you imagine if... If Hillary had some six 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 related scandal, oh it's just like I'm. I'm actually I'm shocked that the PizzaGate people have not tied Jared Kushner to the whole like QAnon bullshit. Oh yeah, specifically because of the six 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 thing. They they believe that everybody is satanic, right? Actual witchcraft practicing global pedophiles. So. Why would you ignore a clue like using the mark of the beast on your your family's main investment? It's because they're going undercover, Matt. That's how they lure the Illuminati in. That's right. why they got Kanye to flip with them, you know? So ah, now, right. now Kanye is going to be able to dish the real dirt on the Illuminati just like they always wanted. The, everything's falling into place. Four-dimensional chess, baby. Yeah, absolutely. So actually what we're looking forward to is Kanye revealing that he was going deep cover he actually does like donald trump but just because donald trump is a good guy trying to actually drain the swamp i guess all of the things about hiring people who keep getting indicted for like insider trading and Ah, felony fraud and stuff but why are they getting indicted because the deep state is because trump appointed them Uh. Uh, see that's how he's taking them out by putting them to the forefront <laughs> so that their evilness can be exposed. He's oh. I, I never actually watched The Apprentice. Is this how that show worked? No. I mean, maybe maybe the clues were always there. No, the show was literally, even the producers would, would say like, we would go into the boardroom meetings where Trump decides who gets fired, you know, having no idea what he was doing. Yeah. And he would just ramble incoherently for like an hour and then fire somebody. And then we would have to go back, edit the episode in like a misleading way to make it look like that decision made sense, (laughs) even though it absolutely was based on no factual basis at all. It was just like whoever he liked and whoever sucked up to him the most in the boardroom or wherever. So then they'd have to be like, oh, this person's getting fired. We better make sure that there's some clips where it looks like they didn't do that great of a job. See, this is my favorite part about the hashtag resistance, because they simultaneously will talk about how inept and just deranged he is. And then also talk about this multi-decade conspiracy to take over the presidency, you know, that's been planned by 
I don't know. Oh, like, you know, Trump and the Russians, you know, starting in the Miss Trump Universe pageant. and the Russians and, and the mob. The, yeah, exactly. You can have it one or the other way. Like, either the guy's an idiot, which actually seems... He just has, like, a, a big sponge brain. By all observation, he is just a big, soggy dude. Or you could have it that he's like this master manipulator guy, but you can't have it both ways. Right. Well, and I think that brings it all back to the Fox News interview because that is Trump. Like that is unfiltered <laughs> right. Trump. It's hard not to imagine he knows that he's on TV when he's going on his unhinged rant. Sure. Being on TV is a thing that he's actually good at. <laughs> right. If that's what he's saying in live TV where he knows everybody in the world can see it, like, what is he saying in private oh, when he thinks people can't see him? <laughs> if that's as far as he'll go in public, what could it possibly be in private? And it just has to be yeah. the most insane shit ever. And you know there's tapes. They just took 16 cell phones from Michael Cohen, Trump's lawyer. They confiscated 16 right. cell phones that this dude had <laughs> in his office. So you know there's recordings of Trump on there. Sure. Like, there have to be. Yeah. There have to be. Yeah, you bet. I mean, can you imagine just what Ivanka Trump has to deal with? You know she's in the room oh my God. most of the day and just listening right. to completely unfiltered KFC right. bag president. People forget that they literally had Ivanka and Trump Jr. have emails back and forth that are like, man, this building isn't selling. Let's lie to people and say that like 60% of the units are sold so that they'll feel more comfortable <laughs> buying in. Cause they're like, Oh, the building's like already filling up. Like we better get a spot in there. And they're like, well, that's super illegal, but good idea. I hope no one ever finds out about all the crimes right. we did. They have those emails already. So, and they, they chose not to uh, prosecute them because it sure. was many years ago. And they were like, who really cares? Like this is some low stakes crime. You have to imagine that, once they have all of his lawyers' files going back years, there's going to be some serious shit. Oh, in yeah. There. And, and there are people that people actually want to get at this point. I mean, it would be career making to find something that was within the statute of limitations, right. prosecutably illegal, and also beyond the pale of polite society. I mean, just bringing the case would be a huge planting of a flag politically. Oh, for sure. Now, speaking of things that are not going to be prosecuted, you saw Diamond and Silk oh, testifying. That was amazing. <laughs> Which, I, again, this is like another spectacular conservative backfire because I guess the idea was that some conservatives invited them so that they could talk about how conservative voices are being oppressed in social media. Yeah, right. How Facebook is suppressing conservative voices, even though the main dialogue right now is about how Facebook artificially inflates like fake news right. and specifically like weird conservative right. lies. The argument is that this Facebook streaming pair of sisters, Diamond and Silk, who... Oh, they're sisters? I think that is their relationship. I didn't know that. And then they literally just go on and one, the younger lady is like, don't you be talking about Donald Trump? I love Donald Trump. Don't you be don't you be talking bad about him? And then the other lady just goes like, uh-huh. And that's like their that's like that's all they that's all they do. And they say ridiculous things. 
And so they, somebody got him flagged as, like, being offensive or something. Yeah. And then Facebook was like, we apologize. Like, it wasn't offensive. It was just, like, general conservative talking points or whatever, which is like, <laughs> okay. It's not like those things can't possibly be the same thing. <laughs> right. But so they got them this hearing. And then – but then people were like, Have, has Trump ever paid you? And they were like, no, never. And they're like, what about this Federal Elections Commission filing from Trump saying that he, yeah, he like paid you? $1,500 payment to you for airfare or right. something. And they're like, nope, don't know what you're talking about. Fake news. Later on, they were like, oh, well, that was, he was just reimbursing us. Like, he didn't, that wasn't like profit <laughs> or whatever. It's like, okay, well, that wasn't okay. the question. Well, also, reimbursing you for what? Because it sounds like travel. Not just. Well, he appeared with them at campaign rallies. Right. If they did nothing for him on the campaign and they reimbursed their airfare to do that. That's a payment. Oh, absolutely. And if they did something for him on the campaign and they got reimbursed for airfare, right. that's also a payment. N- not only has Trump paid them, a lot of other political co- action committees and stuff have paid them, including $7,000 from Illinois Nazi running for Congress, Paul Nealon or whatever. Hey. Oh, no, wait, he's not the Illinois guy. He's no, the, no. Uh, so there's so many Nazis running. I can't keep Paul- track. <laughs> he's the Paul Ryan guy who was running in Paul Ryan's district. He wanted a primary Paul Ryan from the right as a literal Nazi. Could we just get one person running from Wisconsin who's not named Paul? Oh, it's rough up there, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love the uh, Wikipedia entry here. Paul Nealon, born May 9th, 1969, nice, <laughs> is an American white supremacist and candidate in the Republican primary for U.S. representative from Wisconsin's first congressional. So, yeah, he, this dude, a literal white supremacist, is paying two black ladies to go on Facebook and talk about how much they love Trump. So, you know these are the true conservative voices that can't be silenced, you know, out there. <laughs> right. It's right. the truest freedom of speech. Freedom costs $7,000 from Nazis. Yeah. All of my top stories on Google here, uh, before the, the actual results pop up, is top stories. Flashback. Trump supporters Diamond and Silk were paid $7,000 to cut dot, dot, dot. Diamond and Silk appear to lie under oath about Trump payments dot, dot, dot. You know, like, that's a mess. Right. Damn. Which is like, it's just so funny that the... That the Republicans thought like, yeah, we'll just call these two ladies to Congress and then everyone will see like how conservatives are being unfairly silenced. Well, they, so, I mean, what are you thinking? The thing is, though, they're incredibly bad at actually pulling off these scams and incredibly good at making sure the scams do what they were intended to do regardless. It's it's the same shit that even within 24 hours of the James O'Keefe Acorn video oh. coming out, people had serious reservations about the veracity of what happened and that that was the for listeners who are unfamiliar with the thing acorn was a basically a get out the vote and community development organization that would register people to vote they would go and set up a booth and say here come register to vote and then maybe vote if you feel like it (laughs) they were taken down by this renowned republican troll named james o'keefe who went in dressed as a pimp he did and then asked people asked people questions about getting funding for his like pimping enterprise. So he actually did not. He, that is what he the video purported to show him doing. Okay, but is not remotely what he actually did. What he actually did was go to Acorn and say, "I'm in college and I'm doing a paper 
about voter fraud and like illegal activity. Right. Can you help me understand the various ways <laughs> that voter fraud, like what is voter fraud? How would someone yeah, can do you, it? Can you explain these things as if, if you were going to pull off voter fraud, right. what would that look like? So that I could write my like college report about it. And they were like, oh, that's so great. Like that you're civically engaged. Like, yes, we'll help explain to you like, you know, here at Acorn, like what voter fraud is and how we don't do it. And then he's like, well, we'll cut that part off. And then I'll just film myself right. in a pimp costume and say like, I walked in dressed as a pimp where he absolutely he was wearing like a suit and tie. And, but then purported Jesus that he was Christ. there as a pimp or whatever. But the thing is- But it, that organization got shut down. <laughs> exactly. And that's what I'm saying. It worked. The That whole bullshit scam that he pulled, it actually worked, even though it's demonstrably untrue. And I think that's, that is what the Republicans have gotten really good at, is they pull a scam that is right. just ridiculously transparent- and yet it works. People still right. buy it. Well, because people want to believe it, right? And if they're primed to already believe it, they'll say, oh, yeah, Acorn, they're out there registering Democrats. You know, they're the scum of the earth. I'll believe any right. trash story about them, no matter how ridiculous and how fake it is. And then when they come out and say, like, turns out that was fake, they're like, mm-mm. Yeah. That's just spin. Compare with Ben Shapiro saying all rap is good now because Kanye West is now a Trump supporter. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, let's take a break. Yeah, we got to break it out on something uh, a little bit uplifting here. You bet. If you think about it, really any news at all can be a high note if you just characterize it correctly. Yeah, I mean, there's there's been some good news. Uh, I mean, like Bill Cosby got found guilty. Oh yeah, that was that was huge. Uh, we that we weren't sure that would happen because it didn't happen before. A bunch so. of people, a bunch of people were pretty sure that it wasn't. Uh, Nicole Cliff on Twitter is very funny and said, you know, I it, like, look at me. I'm the wrong, like I'm the happy wrong bitch today. And it was because she had made a tweet, uh, like six months ago. It was like, I don't think that he's going to get indicted or that he's going to get convicted. But if he does, I will be happy to admit that I was wrong. Yeah, no, it was, it was a big deal. Set I mean, it's it about up, yeah. fucking time. Yeah, and I guess the sentencing hasn't happened yet, but uh, I guess yeah, it's in the next probably, three months, which is, <laughs> you know, they got to give him time to get his affairs in order. You know, Dude, I don't know. what affairs? I, he's, I don't, like, he's like so old. I mean, it's almost like pointless to jail him, but symbolically, you know, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, 
he'll probably just go to rich person jail or whatever anyway. Man, all right, that that one got dark because now because yeah. now now I'm thinking about the you know the philosophical underpinnings of the criminal justice system and like <laughs> what are we hoping to accomplish with right. punishment. Well, the other one I was going to talk about was that guy uh, in the Waffle House shooting who took the gunman out, even though he wasn't even armed. Uh, yeah, right. J- James Shaw Jr. Um, yeah, that guy, pff, amazing man. Like, well, and, and ended up raising a bunch of money, if I'm not mistaken. Right, like yeah. I think over one hundred fifty thousand dollars for the right. the for families the, of the other victims the, and the, the families of the victims. Yeah, right. Which no, is, that's is amazing. pretty amazing. Yeah, that guy is 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 definitely incredible, and um, in any just world, he would be getting uh, more recognition. Maybe even the president might give him a shout out. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> right. Um, what a what a crazy thing to to even think. Um, and I mean, I guess Avengers came out. I didn't see it yet, but people say it's pretty crazy. But you yeah, saw I haven't seen um, the, uh... Quiet Place, and that was pretty good, right? I did. Yeah, it was it was terrific. I I totally recommend Quiet Place. Uh, if you really liked that episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Hush, where they don't talk the whole time, mm, you would really, yeah, you would really like a Quiet Place. Um, it kind of reminded me of that movie Signs. The oh, uh, the Shyamalama Long. Yeah, yeah, the M Night Shyamalan Mel Gibson vehicle about like, I mean, yeah. it def it definitely has some vaguely seen creatures out in the cornfield. Uh, but yeah, I, I thought it was terrific. It's, it's a great, um, horror movie first outing, uh, directorial for, from, uh, John, from the offices, John Krasinski, like who right. knew the guy had it in him? You know, it's pretty cool. No, it seems great. I mean, he, he, you know, he's out there doing the Benghazi movie, you know, I'm glad he's, he's using the money for something good. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Oh shit! I forgot all about that. Okay, no, <laughs> don't don't go see a quiet place. It sucks now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, to be honest though, the, the thing that brought me the most joy this week was just that Kanye song. Man, it it is just the most yeah. hilarious, hilarious. I literally, I've listened to it probably twenty times, and I still <laughs> cannot listen to it without cracking up. Even even now, the thing is. I, okay, I thought I was being trolled when I first listened <laughs> you were. to it. I, I thought I, I thought that like for the first two minutes of the song, I thought this isn't a Kanye West song because for one thing, it's just this like couple of slowed down samples that are being played kind of against each other, and it's it's okay. It just doesn't sound like. And then the vocals kick in in like the last forty five seconds of the song. I was like, no, this is fake. This is this is something this is something that irony oh, yeah. Twitter came up with. Oh dude, there's so many videos of of people who are like huge hip hop heads being like, Kanye dropped a new track, like live reaction, let's go. Like let's listen to right. what is what? Well what? that's the thing. When you get on when you get on YouTube and search for the song itself, what's it called? It's called Lift Yourself, but lift, you're lift not going to be able yeah. to even find it on YouTube because no, no, Kanye is getting it all taken down. Okay, but. well, a, a bunch <laughs> of people are uploading it constantly, but oh, also yeah, exactly. when you search for the song, the main thing that comes up is Lift Yourself reaction videos, and like reaction <laughs> right. video compilation. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I wish that I could have recorded myself the first time I was listening to it because it is it is an you can never listen to it for the first time again, and uh, it's quite an experience. You just don't know what is happening. It's true art. That's what I'm saying. Like Kanye's been tweeting a lot about how much he loves you know high art and. He made some of the highest art. It's yeah, it's it's dragon energy to <laughs> not let anybody else um you know criticize any of the work that you do ever. Man, if if the other songs on the album are one tenth of as hilarious <laughs> as this album, it's gonna win comedy album at the Grammys for sure. Like get the fuck out of the way, weird Al. Right. Like no chance. <laughs> I hope that they do give him, like, best comedy album or whatever, because <laughs> that would be the ultimate troll for his, his Grammy uh, be, win or that whatever. That would be amazing. <laughs> you know, uh, you you just reminded me, though, speaking of weird, hilarious frauds, uh, I think my high note this week is to talk about the new John McNaughton painting. John McNaughton is the guy who does all of the... Uh, like oh, extreme the, yes. conservative uh you, is you he may the have one seen that him. did it's the one where like Barack Obama is standing on the constitution right. and a bunch of uh like conservative justices are standing around him yeah. like tearing their hair and then you've got all of the presidents in the background uh you know either the ones that John McNaughton doesn't like standing on Barack Obama's side like clapping for him or the conservative ones that he does like standing around the like bedraggled like blue collar worker in a in a Carhartt jacket or whatever. Yeah. Um, but no, he has like a famous like Bush one or something too. Uh, yeah, oh I don't yeah, know. yeah for sure. No, his new one is a painting of it. <laughs> it seems to be taking place on a park bench for one thing, which is kind of odd because what's happening in the scene is Donald Trump is sitting there in a suit. <laughs> holding a fly fishing rod and he's talking very uh very calmly and controlled the way that we know donald trump always does (laughs) to what's supposed to be a college student just like a white shaggy haired dude um he's wearing like a gray hoodie yeah right he's like picking through the the fly fishing like the tackle box and on the ground are some books it's like his backpack is spilled open there's some books falling out and one of them is just called um social justice and one of them is just called socialism (laughs) (laughs) man i mean social justice class was one of my favorite classes in college oh yeah we just punched nazis in the face and we just we all tried to get uh different things just trending on twitter um it well, was great. My, yeah, my favorite part was when we had to uh we had to turn in what our position was on abortion and then we drew them out one at a time and whoever was less than progressive just got screamed out of the classroom. We were just throwing <laughs> shoes, fucking cans of soda, you know. It was great. I mean, the professor absolutely like tried to get yeah. those students expelled. Yeah, we all changed our gender like five times per class. Oh yeah, um, yeah, totally. As, well, and as and then was we the all custom at the time, and then also apologized for our last choice because it was insensitive <laughs> to somebody. But yeah, I mean, I I saw this painting and I was 
the other ones where Obama's standing on the Constitution or like George Bush is, you know, ascending in to heaven on a cruise missile or whatever. Like I mean, those made there's, sense. Yeah, I understood there, what he was there's trying one to do. Where, there's one where Jesus Christ himself is coming back, apparently to a stadium full of people. And you can see all of the reactions of everybody, including the like the Supreme Court justice standing there with like Roe v. Wade in his hands and like, no! you know, just like sobbing like, oh, it's so wrong. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, is the insinuation that Donald Trump like hangs out on a park bench in like Central Park in Manhattan or whatever and <laughs> right. just like teaches socialists to fish or whatever to because yeah. he's a real salt of the earth guy like i just don't even understand what this is trying to yeah, say yeah well my my favorite part about the whole thing is even the the description so i i told you about the social justice and the socialism books there's yeah. another book sitting on top but in john mcnaughton's own description because he always writes a description yeah. oh yeah of of the painting it says, you know, the college student has dropped his social justice and socialism books to, like, learn how to fish. Or, and it's like, John McNaughton doesn't know what the fuck that third book was. <laughs> there was just another, it was, uh, it was being nice to gays or something. Yeah, I don't know. It nah, was, it would have been. It was the Bible, and he was like, whoa, none of that trash or whatever. Like, what does that say? Feed the poor? Like, freaking socialism yeah, man i mean it might have been it was just like his his new abridged new testament or something <laughs> no yeah, it was it, it was, was the jefferson bible yeah right now all of the miraculousness nah, stripped it, out it would have been something like our bodies ourselves <laughs> right uh free to be me or whatever yeah anyway i'm seriously <laughs> thinking about buying a print of it because it's just i mean in the same way that right. Trump is really good at being on TV, this painting is an absolute work of art. I mean, I mean it is it is a piece. It is a, a beautiful testament to the lengths that the conservatives will go to try to paint Trump as some like moral uh, figure and you know some righteous you know salt of the earth man who <laughs> right. is just sacrificing and 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 healing everyone. Where it's like even his fans know that that is not the case <laughs> yeah. like, is, is there a single person on earth who thinks that donald trump has ever actually been fishing for one thing no no you can't imagine fishing he's like gonna be getting mud all over his like three hundred dollar like armani like suede uh he's you know. wearing a suit in the painting <laughs> You don't you don't fish in a three piece suit, man. That's how all the real people do it down in South, man. Come on, yeah, right. Out of touch, liberal. <laughs> <laughs> where'd, where'd you where'd you learn how to fish, Montana? Get out of here. <laughs> all right, that's a pretty good high note. I think we should probably <laughs> wrap this one up. Brendan, uh, thanks for being with me, man. Uh, I'm glad you're feeling better. Yeah, thanks for uh, delaying the recording so I could uh, recover from allergy season. Um, you know, get out there and uh, enjoy enjoy the weather if you don't have allergies. You know, but you don't know what you got until it's gone. Just uh, take a whole bunch of drugs and then you'll be able to experience it. You may not remember it, but that's Man, fine. that's big pharma's... Uh, that's how they get you, man. You just gotta just... You just gotta go outside and just start inhaling it. You know, immersion therapy. That's the natural remedy man i'm stick your face into a ragweed i'm happy to take benadryl even if i'm not <laughs> suffering symptoms so 
<laughs> thanks for tuning in. Hey, thanks to you, all of our new listeners since uh, since last episode. It was fun to have you join us. I hope you stick around. Um, you can always follow us on Twitter at liquid underscore flannel. Fucking rate the show wherever you find it. It helps people find it. Um, I'm Matthew Hodges. I'm on Twitter at Matt the Great with a W, and Brendan is also on Twitter. I'm at Brendan Williams with one L. And we'll see you next week. I think we get D Black next week and uh, maybe Noah Berlatsky in the next little bit. So Ooh, stay tuned. Exciting.